In the immortal, albeit paraphrased words of San Andreas's Carl Johnson, Ah shucks, here we go again. Yet another instance of someone using the name of God to trick people into giving. Because who wants to make God mad, right? Von Reeves doesn't have an amazing story, but it's one that needs to be told. Because it illustrates perfectly that the devil isn't simply confined by the flash of the cross. In fact, he's often on top of it. Von Reeves Sr. was born in 1944. There is next to no information about his biological background floating about the web waves, but I guess in the grand scheme of things, this is inconsequential. When his criminal career started, he was the pastor of a small church in southern Illinois. In 1988, he incorporated Alana Inc., a company geared toward the selling of church bonds with the purpose of using proceeds to finance churches and the building of churches. The business moved a year later to Sullivan, a town with a population of 2,000, and it would stay there for the duration of its operations. When he initially introduced the company to believers, the sell was that they were going to be doing the work of the Lord. In fact, he often utilized portions of scripture to get people to contribute to the cause. It wasn't very long before donations started pouring in, and over time, they were able to expand into the paying agent business. Just to outline how church bonding works, a firm will offer bonds to buy, like any other entity that sells bonds, and interested patrons will buy. The money received is put into an account for the churches in need to access, which they can borrow to their heart's content. When it is time for repayment, the church that draws out repays into another account with interest. This is the account that bond owners are paid out from. These accounts are managed by paying agents so that everyone gets their money on time. And so Alana had a slew of paying agencies in a very short space of time. All the better to crime with, I guess. But least you get too excited. This case is very cut and dry. A regular regular run-of-the-mill Ponzi scheme with a side of affinity fraud, which is fraud conducted using the emotional pull of relationship. We explored this concept in Season 1 with Christine Daniel and King Hezekiah's alternative, so go back and listen to it and note the similarities. Vaughn and his sons, who came into the business over time, started skimming off the top of the investments and using the proceeds of the accounts to make personal and financially unsound investments in an attempt to make themselves more money. They hired persons, but they were really just dummy props with one court document saying that Vaughn's eldest son, Chip, told one of the hires that his only job was to sit behind the computer, make trades with the churchman's money, and keep his mouth shut. The Ponzi came in when the church defaulted on their payment. Remember, they had multiple paying agencies that they were operating, and so they would have separate streams of people paying, and that needed to be paid. When a church defaulted, they would transfer money from another bond account to pay off the defaulted account. 
And of course, you're not going to tell anyone that this is happening because this would run potential investors off and piss off the ones that are already there. Not to mention the fact that at some point, someone would find out that you were stealing from the fund as well. Unfortunately for Vaughn and his sons, the All-Knowing Securities Exchange Commission had been watching them since about 2003. They knew all the signs and it didn't take much for them to put two and two together. They ceased Alana's operations on April 26, 2005, but it wouldn't be until June and July of 2009 that Vaughn and his three sons would be arrested on charges of securities fraud, which is a Class C felony in the United States. Vaughn tried to invoke a motion to dismiss the charges on the grounds that the state had to pass the five-year period where a person could be prosecuted for those crimes. The court dismissed that motion and on October 21st, 2010, he was found guilty of nine of the ten charges that he was charged with. On December 7, 2010, Vaughn Reeves Sr. was sentenced to 54 years in prison, six years per count, to be served consecutively. The then 66-year-old Vaughn tried to appeal the sentence, even though the original sentence stood at eight years per charge. The appeal was lost and he remains in prison, to my knowledge, to this day. In total, the Reeves had over 2,900 victims and cost them over $13 million in damages. His sons went to trial after him, with the last being sentenced in 2014. Coincidentally, this is when the last batch of restitution was made to investors of the scheme. This is one of the things that, as a Christian, makes my job a lot harder. And this is apart from persons who say they follow Christ and then behave in the most abominable ways. How can I have the audacity to speak to someone about how good God is and how much he loves you when there are people who demonstrate and have demonstrated the worst that the church has to offer? Trust me, I get the apathy, but I have to have the audacity because they do not speak for all of us and most of us are nowhere near what Vaughn Reeves and his sons are. Although it seems that way sometimes. But I'm not here to preach to you today, just to show you another instance of where trusting people could go totally wrong. What I hope is that everyone is a touch more careful with who they give their money to because there are a lot of big wills in the world. Anyway, thanks for listening to today's episode of Scam Kings. Information for today's episode was sourced from The Tribune Star and Fine Law. Be sure to connect with us on Twitter at ScamKingsTC. Tell us how you're enjoying the show and tell them that Sunday Kush I'll send you. Also, Scam Kings now has a Patreon. So if you want to support the show in that way, you can head over and click that support button. I would really appreciate it if you did. Thanks so much for listening today. Be safe and take care. Until next time.